Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. So, you are in for a treat today. <laughs> and you're in for a treat because you're going to see an amazing production, but also because I have the writer and the director here. So, here's Tanya and here's Nadia. Hello. And we're going to get straight into it. So, um, I have been given strict guidelines about time. So, if things start beeping and stuff, it's just because I've got to move on. Um, so, before I start, I'd just like to say that I actually saw the play on Monday. And I came with my husband, who is white, middle-class Essex man, and <laughs> he doesn't really like the theatre. But I said, look, this is, I've got to watch it because I'm doing the platform. And so he said, OK. <laughs> he said, OK. And I have to say to you, I can't, you know, I don't know if I can articulate how I felt, but the word exhilarating just comes to mind. It was exhilarating. And, and he sat through it and just, was just absolutely amazed. And I thought what was really amazing was that here were a mixed-race couple in, in, in London watching this play, um, and it really resonated with us. And for me, as a Muslim woman, living in modern Britain, where Islam and Muslims are just everywhere, I've seen newspaper articles over the ten, last 10 years. I've read, you know... Uh, plays, I've seen, um, heard radio commentary, debates on Islam and Muslims. This was the first time I sat and saw something and thought, oh my word, I feel inspired. I understand this. This speaks to me. And I really was just so grateful that that here was something in London that was speaking to me, and it was in the form of a play in the theatre. So thank you very much. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but I just, wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to sort of say, from a personal level, this is so now, it is so relevant, and it's so important. So let's start with question one. Um, this play made its debut four years ago in um, Pakistan, in the city of Lahore. It was seen in Karachi, um, and also then went, you know, kind of all over India. How did this collaboration between Pakistani sort of theatre and the national come about? Well, um, thank you for saying that. That means a lot. And we sort of just, sorry, just to go back to what you said, yeah. it means a lot because we've been living with this project for two years almost. And, um, and you know, it means a lot personally to us as artists, but also to me as a British Asian Muslim and I knew it was important. We all know it's important because Islam is at the top of the menu uh, for news discussion in our lives at the moment and so it's really good to hear. Um, so uh, Nick Heitner, who's the outgoing artistic director of the National Theatre, asked the question where are the South Asian stories uh, and where are specifically the Pakistani stories, the Muslim stories? And uh, through his friendship and association with um, a journalist, a cultural broker called Anwar Akhtar from Samosa, um, he was led to a Joker theatre company in Lahore, Pakistan, who have been going for many years and who make theatre in a very difficult climate mm -hmm. without a huge amount of funding in a politically um, difficult climate. And uh, this play, Dara, came forward. Um, in the form, it'd been done in Urdu, and there was an English translation, um, and then uh, Nick gave that play to me, and I said, well, it's very, very different to the scripts that I normally receive. It's, it's written in a sort of different aesthetic, a different form, 
But in there is a really important story and an opportunity to talk about Islam. We need to find a really good writer to be able to tell this story to a Western audience, mm -hmm. albeit an Asian Western audience or a white Western audience, because we do theatre differently, we write scenes differently, we talk to each other in characters. Uh, it's, a diff it's a kind of psychological theatre that we like and we need, to, we need to translate that into that. I don't mean translate from Urdu to English, yeah. but the different type of theatre. And then Tanya, Tam Tanya came on board and uh, we had many, many, we had a couple of workshops, didn't we, where we took uh, a Joker's play. We also took a lot of historical information. We visited, actually, the first date we had <laughs> was at the British Muse uh, Library. Yeah. Uh, and the never Mogul X, never forget <laughs> it. We looked at each other and the rest <laughs> is history. But, but we, um, it was about the Mogul Empire. It was a beautiful, small exhibition. And that's where we met because it was just so much history to devour and that's where we it began basically okay and actually the theater really supported this quite intricate process mm. which we embarked on not knowing where it would where the ball would stop rolling and what kind of a play we would construct uh, from that starting point in lahore and that was really wonderful so we also went to um, pakistan and india together okay. and yeah. met with the joker and saw all the mogul ruins and it was really really wonderful and i, I personally don't feel i could have written this piece without having going visited. there yeah. yeah i mean i'd been to pakistan and india and but but it was really important to go together with the story in mind still learning a lot about the history as we went along. But one thing we knew, and I knew, is like, who, who cares about kings and queens? Who then cares about kings and queens hundreds of years ago from a different continent that we've never heard of? I mean, so maybe people had heard of the Taj Mahal, but that's about it. So it had to be more than the architecture of the history. It had to be about people, like all good theater, about people, about human beings, and about families which is what tanya brilliantly i think distills it yeah. to um so you get that epic but you also get the kind of close-up of what's going on to people okay. and so yeah brilliant okay um tanya you're not pakistani do you speak Sorry. Urdu? <laughs> have you got a degree in Urdu that we, we, <laughs> yeah, um, that we should know about how did you adapt a foreign play to a british audience i mean what was your journey how do you go about doing something like that I started from a position of real ignorance and was not ashamed of that. So I just asked question after question and dived into the incredible books out there about the period and also some really, really interesting books, interesting modern thinkers on Islam. And I had my partner by my side, so I felt, I felt that it was fine for me to represent the, you know, a large section of the audience that would end up coming to the show in, in that I am not Muslim and I'm not from that part of the world. Um, and that, that felt appropriate, actually, that yeah. in this team we covered, we covered a larger area of our audience. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, well, just I think that was great because, you know, to start from that point of not knowing anything, because 
obviously we had Shahid with his original play and his his knowledge and while we were there they were really you know wonderful hosts um we had my family my dad really suddenly was really excited about this piece <laughs> he was and fantastic and sending books yeah sending books to brilliant. Tanya he would he yeah, so go over me completely just send it directly <laughs> to Tanya and and so there was a lot of information to 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 take time and percolate with and workshop. So it was a really, it was a very, yeah, intricate process over a period of time. So did you, did you actually translate or have you adapted? What's the word you would use? Because, you know, what, what, did you translate? Did you? It certainly wasn't translation. It wasn't? Okay. Absolutely not translation. Um, and it, it was, it, it is loosely adapted. Okay. I think that's probably the safest yeah. phrase. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the, the process was very organic, so, so it, it actually expanded quite a lot as a play. It starts quite a long time before Shahid's begins, and it ends decades after, okay. and there are many storylines added in, and a whole kind of um, childhood, which isn't in the original. The, the, the original it is the, the moment, brilliantly the moment, that those of you that haven't seen it will see tonight it's an extraordinary moment which which just has real resonance right now still yeah. across the world and and um that was joyous to be led to that moment and and there's loads and loads in shahid's play which which have, have, have kind of has kind of percolated up yes into this version but it, but they're very different plays yeah. ultimately because the audiences are so different and so i guess in a way you really have put your mark on this on this play, yeah. this is this is you looking at lots of research, knowing there's a play out there, but actually thought, you know, this is what I want to take from it, and the, and, and kind of put it put it yes. on the stage. Yes, and so and important. really because our, our level our level of knowledge here is so different from yeah. in Lahore that mm. I had to find a way mm. of of putting as much information in as possible. So, for instance, the trial scene, which don't give too much. No, away. but there is a trial scene, and it's just before the interval, and it's quite a long scene isn't in Shahid's play, okay. for instance. Okay. So that was a structure that we came across in t uh, which seemed to lend itself really helpfully to all the questions we wanted to open up and explore and shed light on. Okay. Now, I can't but help notice that in front of me there are two women sitting here <laughs> talking about this amazing production. And the reason that I say this, because it's very rare that you find two women in, in, in such institutions, I want you to be really honest. This is a massive production. What were some of the obstacles that you came, you know, had to overcome in order to get, you know, your voices and also, you know, what you wanted to do um, done, How, you know, I, does the fact that you were women, was it a bonus or did sometimes actually you did have to face obstacles because you were women? Well, there's, there's both of us that are women, but also our wonderful designer, Katrina Lindsay, is a woman as well. I mean, I guess... All female stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess we didn't think of it at, at the beginning and I guess it could have been quite a, I won't, a masculine story about led, you know, about princes and about wars and battles and uh, emperors. But actually, we bought a feminine aspect to it. I don't know whether that's because we're women or just because of putting the psychological and the family at the heart of it. It was, I mean, there were things like going to Pakistan. Um, we had Anwar 
uh, with us and Shahids and you know we they were our guides but also we couldn't just you know it was a bit like we were in our hotel and we were escorted to such and such monument or such and such um, exhibition and we just wanted to go and just explore as regular artists and human beings and so there was a bit of that constriction that we didn't find in India because it's a different environment um, you know there were moments there were moments but um do you want to <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's yeah it's, it's there probably yeah. it's for, for every woman living well, now well, the reason I ask I mean I'm, I'm a businesswoman and I know for a fact that because I'm a woman, I, there are sometimes aspects that I face that other people don't face. And, and, yeah. and, then, and then you've got no my doubt. ethnicity on top yeah. of that. And then no you've got doubt. my fastness on top of that. And it's quite <laughs> difficult to manage when all, actually all you want to do is just do the job. Yeah. So I just think, I just, you know, just for the well, audience, I just think it's a much bigger question. I think yeah. it's intrinsic and, you know, we, we, we're not going to pretend it doesn't exist. No. I don't know how much of it was very specific to this project as opposed to other projects. Um, yeah, there were moments like any process. I haven't done any piece of theatre that doesn't have a struggle yes. or a friction or a point of frustration. And the, this did have that. Yeah. Um, and we worked through them. I mean, we had, you know, uh, the, 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 the process started in Pakistan. We're here, they're in Pakistan. There's a distance between us, a physical distance time pressure, knowing we had to make this epic play fit a certain amount of time, logistical pressure, because I don't mean to moan, but these are all the things yeah. like uh, 13 of our cast members being in another play, which is a brilliant idea on the surface, but 13 <sighs> people in Behind the Beautiful Forever. So logistically, we were rehearsing and, you know, I'm doing a lot of acting because the other actor isn't available. So we had a lot of challenges, some of them to do with being women or whatever, but some of them just the struggle of yeah. making a piece of work. Tani, did you, do you, did you find for yourself that this journey has made you discover things about yourself that you, that you didn't realize before? I mean, it, uh, as a writer, it came at a really, uh, I want to use the word beautiful, and I may as well, it, with, for fear of it sounding pretentious, but actually it was a beautiful point um, on my personal journey as a writer because I had, have been an adaptress, I've been adapting for 10, 12, 13 years, and had just done my first original play. And then this was the next job. Well, no, then I did one other adaptation, and then this came in. So the kind of, um, the, the liberty, the liberty within the adaptation has felt very muscular, really, and to be able to take this great big story and move around big, blocks of stone and that's that's felt exciting um brilliant yeah good um the, I, i'm just conscious of time and i want to really get um some really good questions in here um let's talk about casting according to the bbc and i've worked for the bbc diversity is a still a big problem in the uk trying to find actors of color how did you find a whole cast you know and um, was it difficult did you have to really you know go um, out of your way well, theatre is a very, it has a very specific needs. Um, and, you know, we wanted, we looked, we really, really looked. And I think uh, of a certain generation, it is difficult. Now, if you, you're looking at actors under 30, it's easier because uh, Asian communities, uh, young people are going to drama school, they're getting training in some form, whether it, albeit 
practice or drama school or whatever. So with the younger generations, it's easier. But to find your main protagonists, this is not just ethnically diff difficult. It's to find the alpha males. Mm. Alpha males are hard to find <laughs> in life and in art. Um, <laughs> Too much. Give too much away. <laughs> the um, search isn't over. It's not over. But <laughs> but it, I think it's partly because, you know, it's most stories are written for alpha males, so they get the good ones get used up, mm. you know, and then or you know go to Hollywood or whatever. So that's one thing, and also because from the Asian community, maybe if you're over 45, 40. Uh, or thereabouts that, you know, it wasn't the done thing to go to drama school in the community. Mm. It was frowned upon. So we haven't got a, loads and loads of people who've been trained or have had loads of opportunities. And also because the opportunities haven't been there, people haven't had the practice. So it was really difficult. Um, and they've had more practice on TV and film. Yeah, actually, as opposed to yeah. theatre. So stages. it isn't easy Absolutely. for this specific task. But it's never going to get easier if the opportunities don't manifest. And, and it's an excuse to say, because we looked and we found really muscular, exciting uh, actors, and we, we went quite diverse. So we didn't just look at, um, you know, people from India, you know, the people have lots of different heritage in our play, yes. South Asian heritage, yeah. even Persian, because we could, because the moguls were so, so diverse themselves. Yeah. So that felt an honest and right thing to do, but it wasn't easy. Did you have a say in casting as well? Yeah, we yeah. did a lot of the casting together. Okay. I wasn't there for all the sessions, but yeah, yeah. And very we were very much a team actually, mm. right up until yeah. um, I left them to it yeah. in rehearsals. But, but two <laughs> heads are always better than one, and yeah. you know, yeah. often you find people. You know, you have two people that are so good, but a completely different take on a character. So, so in terms of how did you find the people then? What what were the methods and processes that you used? Well, we've got a brilliant casting department okay. here. Uh, a really, really good one, actually. And the more I work everywhere, the more I realise how good they are. Yeah. And they know, they see a lot and they know a lot. And, you know, we just did the proper, you know, auditions. We know the actors out there. We, so we, we've got a lot of sort of young blood in it. Uh, and we just grafted, saw lots and lots and lots of people. Yeah. Brilliant. Just for your reference, I'm quite interested in acting as a future. Good, it's good to know. <laughs> Where were you when we needed you? What <laughs> shot? Um, I've got five minutes and I want to just ask this question. What next? Because I can tell you now, this play cannot just end at the National Theatre. Because for me, it has to go on. It has to live for a, a long time. What next for this play? What what, what your ambitions well, and yeah, be honest, it's because there might be somebody in the here <laughs> tonight that can help after, you know, they'll watch it and they'll say, you know, they, they'll agree with me. This cannot just end, yeah. you know, in, in it whenever it really is. It feels really sad that it's ending so soon, um, April 4th. Um, but um, <laughs> and it feels like it's not over. We've had such brilliant audience responses. I mean, genuinely, so many people have written to me. Tell me what they've said, actually, because that was one of my other questions. Tell me what people have said to you. Because that's really important. I mean, the Peter Tatchell moment was quite exciting, I think, for the company. And when he, he wrote at the beginning of last week, I think it was, a piece in The Telegraph just saying every school child in Britain should see this play. Yeah. And that suddenly felt absolutely mm. thrilling to be an artist suddenly in the middle of a potentially big political thing yes, yeah. like that. Yeah. 
that was exciting. Yeah, I mean, it just consolidated things that my sister is a, a secondary school teacher in South London. She was like, God, we have issues and, and debates and frictions with the uh, 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 tribal sort of frictions in the classroom. And gosh, if they all came in, if one of our English groups just came and saw this and, and then you know, it triggered debate. It feels like, you know, we've got a great education department here. We have had really diverse audiences. All of that's fine, but it f feels like we're just getting our stride and we need to go further. Mm. And it's always frustration, uh, frustrating because, you know, it's an expensive thing to tour. Um, it's a big old set. There's lots of people in it. How realistic is it? But, you know, I just wish we were a part of the NT Live, for example. Mm. I mean, it's not an obviously commercial play in any way um but the, the 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 subject is so precious and so rare and and i think you're really right you know what really annoys me sometimes is that we it, everything comes down to money okay mm -hmm. and actually we have got to change that as a society it's not about money this is about a message this is about two women putting on a very ambitious project and actually doing it very well it's got it's it's a message for everybody in this society and so somebody has got to come up and say you know what I know you haven't got you know Kevin Spacey as your leading man but this is too important to let die in the National Theatre so I think you know money shouldn't be an excuse and, yeah. and I really hope you find a sponsor for it because it, it, it really is important for it to carry on. As a British Pakistani origin Muslim woman I did not feel I was being preached at and I am being preached at all the time. When I switch on the radio, when I switch on the TV, when I look in the newspaper, this was a place where I watched and I resonated and, and it made sense and I left feeling inspired. So thank you very much for bringing such thank an you. ambition to the National Theatre. Thank you for your time thank and you, thank Sarah. you for your questions.